Let's touch here. All right, we're going. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Rolling. Touching. Touching. Touch touch touch. All right, touch. Right. Mm. Everybody but Rob. Hmm? You missed the tip touch. <laughs> you missed the tip touch. Did I miss the tip touch? I'm yes. sorry. Are we tip touching? <laughs> Is that gay or no? How are you doing, lads? Welcome back to the Naked and Famous podcast. My name's Dan O'Cattle. I'm Rob Vieira. Hey, folks, Jimmy B. And I'm Julio Santos. Today, we're doing a special episode called our tinfoil hat episode. So, welcome and enjoy. Should right. we tell them what this episode's about? Starting off, I suppose the episode's about lies filled with more lies and with reality, I Essences suppose. Essences of truth. Just not... Most of it's probably nonsense. Honestly, like, most of it's probably nonsense. Most of it's probably absolute nonsense. But if some of it's not, that's a lot. I call it reading between the lines. Reading between? What's the lines? Which lines? Only the lines I see, my friend. I think, I like to think about these as like the global rumor. It's like the rumor amongst the people. And they're like, you know what? I think this happened. And then it circulates. For lack of a better term, Chinese whispers. Pretty much. Yeah, Chinese whispers. Like, for example... Something that happened recently was... Are you allowed to use that term now? Do you call it Asian whispers? Yeah, we just did. So I don't... <laughs> tinfoil hat whispers. Tinfoil whispers. Speaking of tinfoil hat, Julio, do you know the origins of the tinfoil hat? I think the tinfoil hat was like a party hat until like the 1920s when it became... Like when it was used in a short story as like a means of protection for, like, electromagnetic waves and, like, uh, mind control, mm. you know? I definitely feel like I can't have my mind controlled right now. You don't think so? No. I, I don't know if that's what I feel, but I definitely feel something. I feel like not only is there, like, a tinfoil hat on my head, but I feel like my brain waves don't get out the same way as they would, or something else doesn't get in. I think you're signaling into, like, you're honing into one signal. Yeah, do you not feel a little fuzzy inside your head? <laughs> yeah, fuzzy. I'm not even lying, but I do. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, concentrated in there. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm I don't you, feel we, anything we had, yet. Maybe it's just the no. heat. It might be the heat. Maybe it's just the heat. <laughs> <laughs> the heat's not getting out you do have tinfoil. Right? <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. We're Which yeah, I like to think about these as the global rumor amongst the people. And so you know that the, the first conspiracy that I like is the conspiracy of the word conspiracy. The conspiracy theory. Mm. The original. I take us down that path. The 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 term conspiracy theory just originating from the CIA pushing it through media so that when people speak of some suspicious activity going on in their government, they have mm. a phrased word used and developed into society's, you know, mind. Psyche. Yeah, into the psyche of the people mm. that, oh, <coughs> this is shrouded in questionable you know, mm. um, like it's already what a definition. Yeah, like it's exactly. already. If if we tell you something and we say this is a conspiracy theory, now you're already questioning. Well, like it's probably just some nut job in a tinfoil hat doing it, right? Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that genius and move? When you put the tinfoil hat on, 
than you can be the nut job. The sitting, the tinfoil hat, in the, in the, in the shoes of the nut job, and to look out through all the conspiracy theories, you can see parts of it where you're like, ah, some of this actually looks like it makes sense from here mm. inside my tinfoil hat right now. But then I'm sure from the outside there's some reasonable explanations. But the the term conspiracy theory specifically being developed to indoctrinate people's thoughts when they're, you know, anything... Questioning. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's That's the first... I'm sure there's many conspiracy theories before that, but that's the first one that I like to think of because I'm like, that one's hilarious because that one we know is true. Mm. We know that that's where the term comes from. You know, this is where it's at. But it's more just to keep you away. Some of them are silly, right? Like, give us a... What, what do you got a silly one? Conspiracy theory? Yeah. That the world's flat? There, there's a silly one for you, right? The world's flat. That's silly. But then even when you go into it, it's like, in the Bible, it's not described as a globe. Mm. You know, so then you're into a whole thing of like, you've got Bible versus science. And then sometimes people kind of work, these, these two work together. They make this little, like, union where they're like, oh, no, like, I'll be the, I'll be the, you know, the theory of evolution and I'll also practice like Christianity or Judaism or Catholicism and I'll pretend that what was written in the book has like an additive that we just forgot to leave in there that over a long period of time after God built these people this happened mm. right that they don't they don't correlate but they'll people will just reason with it and make reason for it but really I suppose there's a lot of like conspiracy theories linked from Bible to science right where you're like just like you said, the earth's flat, right? The four pillars. That's like biblical. And then you've got, obviously, the actual version of, you know, our solar system, which is laid out where everything's like pretty level. Mm-hmm. And the sun's like whatever, 400 times smaller than the moon. And they, you know, do an eclipse and everything works out kind of perfectly and they spin at the same time so we only see one side of the moon all just the way the whole solar system works it's almost like it's by design right it's almost like it's by intelligent design it's done so well it's like so perfect it is by design right if you look at like nature and you look at plants animals like fossils whatever you're looking at like you get into the whole structure of like fibonacci the golden ratio you know how there's there's a certain pattern in like in anything that you see that can be broken down mathematically um and that's like it gets to the whole thing where like i i like you go down a realm of like sacred geometry and everything where um by repeating this pattern and seeing it like you know when people take like uh, hallucinatory drugs you know they see like geometry everywhere and it's just like the structure to everything and i think that's because there is like one encompassing creator you know like like one one thing that right but both would be Let's say you've got, like, the simulation theory. Like, you've got conspiracy theory that we're in a simulation, right? Mm. You're, you're, but that, 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 wouldn't you think that is a simulation? This is what I'm saying. That, that like, is right, a simulation. It's just two different ways. Like, one is an intelligent design by maybe, like, people. God. Or God is, like, you know, true to Bible's way of it. Or think a simulation. Think of, like, a programmer. Yeah, it's, like, true. Like, But even then, is he the only one? Like, you could get out a simulation and there could be, like, one programmer, but there could be, like, a million workers, 22 
guy is working on, you know, fixing stuff. Well, it's like, look at human beings. Like, how many codes and how many cra- like uh, code crackers and hackers are there? You know, and some are way better than others that, like, some can get into your, like, your bank account. Like, completely steal your identity. Yeah. So, like, I think and in that sense, this is one of them, but, like, there might be multiple. That's what you know, I'm how saying. You said there's multiple Right, whereas with God, there's not. With God, there's just one. Like, if you're going by the biblical, if you're following the word of God through, like, you know, the well, Old Testament and the New Testament, there, th- that's not the case. There's, like, one, there's one God. There's what not about Hinduism with, like, deities and gods and, you know? Like, yeah, well, Hinduism for sure, but I'm just talking about, like, the simulation, the, di- the battle between, like... Science and... Science and, I suppose, like, the Bibles, right? Because you've got a lot of people, I don't actually know if... With Hinduism, do the people believe in... Uh, can you be a Hinduist and believe in the theory of evolution? Whereas you can't be a Christian or a Catholic and believe in the theory of evolution. Or you are and you don't truly follow just the word of God and mm. Jesus. That's an interesting point because now you're like... Whose indoctrination is stronger? Now you're kind of well, following two fo- ideologies yeah, that they, conflict. They, they, they're, they're intertwined. Yeah, they basically shake hands. They form a union. But it's right, almost so like to not question it. It's like it's not. It doesn't like, make sense. Like this is the most probable thing that makes sense in this linear kind of structure, until it doesn't make sense. You know, until you start reading into like other scripts or other like looking at other cultures, other religions. Yeah. You know, but in every one, in every one, I think there are similarities that connect every single one of them. Yeah. You know, so I think there is a. There could be like multiple i think i think they coincide with one another science and religion in a sense but like there's something that's being kept from the people right connects the two hmm. what do you mm-hmm. think i think i think i don't know i i, I feel you like we're like two slices of bread and the peanut butter just is hidden in a cupboard somewhere maybe like it's it's a, I don't i don't know but i think like people like to separate them but i think they might be separated by design how you're saying right you that's know? definitely true you can see that play out in the world in front of our own eyes. And now, like, men and women have been separated. Like, the argument that men and women are... You talk about, like, talk to most people about the differences. Like, let me rephrase that. If you speak to most people about the differences between men and women, they're like, no, there's no such thing. And they'll, they'll fight you on it. There's a divide between men and women. There's a divide between whites and blacks, Hispanics and Asians. There's, white, there's a divide between different countries. There's a divide between different ideologies. There's divides everywhere. By design? By design? Yeah, of course. How you reckon? But is it, is, is it, is it yeah. the, the one, how we're talking about, if there's like, if there is God, right? If we say there is God. Is it his design or is this other people's design to not get you to believe into one thing, into one being? Yeah, well, that's, that's like, right. If there is a God, then there is a Satan. And if there is a Satan, then wouldn't he create a brilliant tactic to get people to not follow God. It's basically where you're saying, yeah, right? Just without adding Satan into it. But that's like, if if you're trying to play two sides of the story, right? There's always you, two can't, you can't believe in one without believing in the other. There's always no. two forces. Like, isn't but that? you can believe in one. You can believe in one without believing in it. You can believe in Satan without believing in God. Because Satan creates... But by Satan this- creates outlets for you to worship him without acknowledging God mm. with his lies. Right, like if you like, just like example, like what you say, like if you're, um, if you're like, if you're non-religious, 
right? If it was a God and Satan battle, you're on Satan's side. He won that battle because he took at you. At the moment. Yeah, at the moment, right? But Where we are in contemporary times. Well, so James says there's a lot of divides just around the world. Um, what's the goal of the divides? Because we're actually more unionized, I feel like, around the world than probably ever before, bar obviously the wars with Ukraine and Russia, but in general, like, with humanity. Because people, like, right, we're closer to one world government than we've ever been. But yet, there's more divides than we've ever had. That's an interesting point that you bring up. Um, if you want to, we can definitely segue into this, and it's something I think I would, I would personally would be interested in talking about. But the division creates smaller factions to control and conquer. All right, and it's been a tactic throughout war forever. Right, the whole one world government that we're going towards will require everybody to be on the same ideology. Now, if you're going to all subscribe to the same thing, you need everybody to be on the same page. You know, if you want one thing, you need everybody to be on the same page. And if you had one unit together and you're trying to take over that one unit, you might say no. But if you can split them up into all these different multitudes, yeah. and then I like to refer to this as invasion with the pen because it's always like ideological subversion. Right? You're a best man, I've talked about this before, but... The ideology that's pushed or like the narrative that's pushed is pushed in the most optimistic way possible. And this is the power of language. They use the most optimistic language possible and the intention for good. And then like Rob was saying, like between the lines are like, okay, if you want to do this, then you're going to also have to do this. And this is what you're actually saying. It's almost you know? like... So um, like, I'm going to give an example of that would be like the Freedom Act. The Patriot Act. Yeah. Patriot, Patriot Act. Act. Sorry, yeah. yeah, the Patriot Act. Yeah, the Patriot. Act. Even the term Patriot Act. Yeah, and during sounds the like time there was a war, and there was terrorists, so it sounds like. We go into that? So it sounds like <laughs> we are, you know, helping mm. our country. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, and you look into it, and it's like God. I took away a lot of like, a lot of your personal freedoms. Yeah, a yeah. lot of your when, like, when individual. You, when you hear the term the Patriot Act, immediately you think of, oh, that's definitely good. Well, it's it's the sense it right. the, it's designed like that. The thing you have to look at is just like it's it's. They should have called it that we're gonna watch you. It's a mastermind plan though, because it's just like little by little, they're taking inches, right? It's not it's not about taking the whole mile. It's about taking inches. It's just like okay, today we're gonna take away this. Mm. Today so you're gonna be surveilled. My favorite part you know? is like you know the people who don't they you you understand that right or you see that and you're like okay this makes sense to me. For me, the best part is people who are, have picked a side where they're left and right, and they don't see the inches, Yeah. right? And I'm like, because the left and the right will, if you want to, like, go into, like, the tinfoil half version of it, which is, like, a standpoint that I look at things from, where both sides are just slowly trying to creep away and take your freedoms, while enacting some sort of show of having a very, two, like, two-team, two you have to pick one, and they're demonizing each other, and every couple of years we get so like tired of this party that we go to that party and back and forth and these guys control the country and these guys control the country. But really, they're working together to slowly just take slow little inches yeah. off of your freedom. And that's what's over the course of 100 years, they'll get a lot done. It's just yeah, and it's gonna back be like, and forth. when did this happen kind yeah. of thing, you know, and then it's just like it's been happening all along. You just haven't been paying attention to it kind of thing. 
You, but know? if you are paying attention to it and you say to yourself, okay, like, you know, this is just how it's going and you're watching slowly as the little inches get taken, you can keep ahead of the inches just by walking brisk. You know, you can watch where they're taking the inches and keep going. And it's almost like they're herding you towards something, right? What do you think it is? Well, that's what the conspiracy theory comes in. I think, I think, right. They're best for mankind. And this is, I this, think it is mankind that they're the best for to. mankind. This mm-hmm. is where, this is where the term conspiracy now starts to lose me because this is known. This is like, I don't want to say it's public knowledge, but it's definitely common knowledge. There's bunches of people out there that knows exactly what we're talking about. And getting back to, um, the agenda. If, if you want to briefly like speak a bunch about the of World Economic you, Forum. Yeah, so a bunch of people be in the World Economic Forum mm-hmm. or the Davos or yeah. the Geneva or any of yes. these big meetups yeah. where the powerful fly around yes. in their private and, jets. And if anybody yeah. that's watching isn't aware of the WEF or the World Economic Forum, we urge you to look, at, look into it. That, but honestly, the thing about it is, is the World Economic Forum has a plan for humanity over the course of how many years? 50? Prob- the, the probably one, more, but... The like, one that comes to mind is the Agenda 2030 plan. That's the most common one that comes yeah, to mind but right 2030 now. is just one of 2040, step. 2050. Yep, 50. They have plans for every for mm-hmm. every decade. For yeah. milestone. It's like so, milestone things, yes. you know? Exactly. Just or, how, like, when... You know, like, how the... Mile, how the, um, the stones were blown up, the... Uh, what were they called? The Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, how they were blown up. Yeah. And it's just, like... Little by little, it's like things are starting to happen and it's just yeah. like the balls escalating. But, and th- this is the point, right? Where do you where do you where do you draw the line? And where do you say like, okay, this is like more, this is more of a plan than a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Right? Because the World Economic Forum, they'll tell you that they've got a fifty year plan. Yeah, yeah. If 100%. you tell someone else that they've got a fifty year plan, they'll think you're crazy. Yeah. But, but whoever, when you wear the tinfoil hat and you tell everybody that there's 50 years, yeah, it's all a lie. Planned by the World Economic Forum, who house some of the biggest and Richest most powerful companies. company CEOs mm-hmm. and lobbyists, you know, politicians yeah. around the world. Just to touch on that briefly, sorry, Donald, to speak over you. The World Economic Forum is comprised, just like you said, of the 1,000 richest companies on the planet. 1,000. Right, so you think about Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Bank of America, BlackRock. That's five. Twitter. And there's nine hundred ninety-five others. And they've got little splinter organizations like the young leaders, future leaders, future leaders, who most leaders now in power were a part of. Justin Trudeau yeah. was one. Putin. Uh, Putin was one. Uh, Leo Varadkar is the. Taoiseach of Ireland is one. The ger- the Chancellor for Germany, she is one. That's that's invasion by the pen, if you ask me. It, it's, it's honestly invasion by the pen, but... Or is it organization? It's invasion by the organization. shouldn't somebody have agendas organized? Like, wouldn't it be more strange if no organization had a 50-year plan on the whole planet? That's what I say. If you run a business, you have a five-year plan, you have a 10-year plan, you have a 15-year plan, you have a 20-year plan. You're going to tell me that... How are you going to link up these If you're running the people? world... That you're not gonna have a plan for ten years from now, twenty years, thirty now. So like you have that plan, but the problem is now that these politicians and all the government officials are actually implementing their plan through corporations because the corporations don't have any legal boundaries that these politicians and government officials have. So if they can get a corporation to make it happen, which mm-hmm. they do, 
their pain takes effect. Interesting. So it's it's not our rights are slowly being taken away. Not not by like for instance when we sign into an app, we give our consent for all our information to be shared. Oh yeah, we've probably consented to everything that could possibly happen to you badly already without knowing. Exactly, yeah. but it's through it's through it's through corporations. Know. It's not it's not through the government. Yeah. Directly. But, but that's the funny part. They're not lying to you about it. They're no, no. They, I think here is I our think, terms and conditions. I think part of the this thing is, is the terms and that they have to tell you. Click this box. Okay, click. I think <laughs> I think one I think one of the things is that they have to tell you. You know that yeah. this is going to happen. Yeah. Because it's like if it sounds outlandish, you're going to believe it's outlandish. Mm. You're going to be like, "There's no way." This kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's how like the Denver Airport, for example, has like a bunch of conspiracy theories about like why it was built and everything, but and a lot of it is just like they've taken that and use it as almost free advertisement. You know, like they've taken the conspiracy theories, they've looked into it, and, ah, and they've disputed them. The old but they're using conspiracy it. theory yeah. about yourself for marketing. And now they're like marketing is that as part uh, of like like that's just that's gate. the thing. Mm. Speaking of you know? uh, sound of freedom, you have you know like uh, the PizzaGate. Remember heard, the PizzaGate? I've heard of PizzaGate. PizzaGate was pizza like gate. when the conspiracy that like all these rich, powerful politicians were going to like the basement of some. Terrible pizzeria. pizzeria in like the back ass of some state, and basically in DC. in DC, right? And basically, there's like you know, pizza being like young kids in the basement, and that's what they were doing. They're like hooking up with young kids, doing drag shows and weird stuff like that. But I bet the pizzeria is busy as F right now, mm. right? Like, <laughs> I would definitely go to that pizzeria if I lived around there. I'd be like, let me get some, yeah, let me see what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah why are all these mm-hmm. politicians in here? Yeah, nice to meet yeah. I have seen some weird stuff about that, like very, very strange stuff about it. I also heard that the story was, so apparently when the story came out, there was some guy who got so mad, he went and he like, tried to shoot yeah. it up. But apparently the story goes, he only fired one bullet, right? And then the bullet happened to hit a hard drive in the office. Interesting. And just, just blew up a computer. Pretty much. I like that. You know? The, but uh, the guy who owns the pizzeria is, uh, what's his name again? I can't think of his name. I'm terrible with names. But the guy is known as like the, I think he's known as one of the most powerful people in D.C., this pizza shop owner. James Alephantis. James Alephantis, yes. One of the most powerful people in D.C. who just owns a pizzeria. Imagine if like if I was the most powerful people in White Plains. I'd own a pizzeria. If you were the most powerful person in White Plains? Yeah. You'd own a pizzeria? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I would own like coffee shop no i don't like all the car parks <laughs> or something all the parking lots yeah something bad i'm like you're not parking this thing until i say so uh no man you want to own a pizzeria that way you can put kids in the basement and sell them because here's Moving the thing on. about kids right like you can only sell a bag of cocaine one time mm. right you no can, yeah i've seen it go multiple times <laughs> yeah if you if you sell like a bag of weed that's the bag of weed gone but if you sell the kid you still got the kid afterwards you keep selling it. You could keep selling it? Yeah, you can just keep selling that kid. So that's what's up. Mm. This is the importance of that movie that everybody's been going crazy about. So why not own a pizza shop, right? Well, you can Rent the, the basement out. I don't know. Sell pizza. Possibly. I don't know. This I don't have the, uh, the I suppose, the, the dark the spark to be able to sell children. The emails? That no, are I couldn't do it. There's a lot of emails. There's a lot of emails, right? There are a lot of emails. Um, but you might get suicided if you speak about them emails. I think you're too small to be suicided. <laughs> I'm too small. Speak about this is my entry and exit. And you, out do of have, you do have 
a tinfoil hat on. Yeah. So it is okay to talk about. Tell us more about the emails. Oh, no, I don't know anything, man. Listen, I don't know <laughs> anything about anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you lose emails, you just pay a fine. That's all that happens. Okay, so getting back to our conversation about the World Economic Forum a couple of a couple of minutes ago, we were speaking about the the plans, right? The 2030 plans, 2040 plans, 2050 plans. And I, uh, I read the chairman's, the executive chairman's book. 2050, no flights. There's a lot of restrictions coming into play by 2050. And just to give a little bit of pushback. No public flights. There's a lot of things that he mentions in the book that has to be considered. Yeah. For example, what we have right now is we have the actor and writer's guild strike. All actors and writers have completely seized a strike. Because Chat ChatGPT got them. ChatGPT got them. AI is starting to get them. But he mentions this in the book. He's like, all of these technologies are starting, will be coming out over the course of the next 20 years, and you have to plan for them in the future. This is another reason why, I just remember wearing the tinfoil hat now, is that they want to depopulize, depopulate the planet, is because by like 2030, 2040, and 2050, a significant, significant percentage of all the jobs that are available Won't today be will be gone. Yeah. Gone. Like, like I was just saying, like right now in front of Rise, graphic designers aren't needed anymore. Soon, copywriters won't be needed anymore. You ever play Fallout? I play Fallout. Right. What what age was Fallout set in? Find out for you right now. Right. Because you ever see in Fallout, every now and then you'll run into an old house and they'll have one of them robots that does everything for all the people. It's like an AI butler. It's Yeah, it's like an AI butler. But I I'm like, like how long is it away from having like this AI butler who'll cook you anything you want, make you any drink you want, clean your house, that's walk the, your that's dog? A start, that's the start of ChatGTP though. That's what I'm that's, saying, that's right? That's the start of it. Like, ChatGBT can already tell you how to do all that stuff. Fallout 2 takes place in 2,241, 80 years after the events of Fallout. Yeah. So, around 160. Yeah. You know what, you know what that... Well, can you repeat that number? 2,241? Well, we will be long gone. Checking for secret yeah. numbers hidden in there. I'm checking for secret numbers, you know. That's why just, you just making sure. I just, yeah, yeah, I just I got the tinfoil on. No? You got to check. I see a 12 here. I see four men here. You got to see that no? for the, the the flower. But all of these scenarios are taking place, and I think I think for us to to disregard long term planning is like a peasant's mindset. So I hope I don't offend any of you guys or anybody who's listening. But we're basically <laughs> the, we are the peasants. We just live in the wor- in the one of the most richest places on the planet. We live in Westchester County in New York City, but we still are the lower class society. We're just trying to get by, essentially. You know, so planning long-term for us is such a foreign concept. We work from Monday to Friday. We get a check on Friday, and that's as far away as you look. You look Hope you don't get sick and enjoy the ride. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas people who use their time are like, okay, I can plan 10 years ahead, 40 years ahead. And then organizations can think hundreds of years in the future. What about what about the writers, the, the ancient writers and the theory, like philosophers who were thinking generations ahead? You know what's funny? But they wouldn't have been peasants. They you know what's funny to think, think about, right? So you have like philosophers of all time, right? Yeah. And in the future, we have a writer strike going on. Like... How, how much writing and philosophy is going to be done by AI from here on out? All of it. Right, right. So how little will be done by people? So in like 100 years, you're going to have like these people who are like so unphilosophical. 
Like, you know, mm. they'll, they'll, just, they'll, they'll just be like blank slates mm. because if you need any philosophy, like you'd go to your computer or your chat GPT, right? Whereas like up until now, you had to read that. You had to go and find that information. You had to absorb it. I think that's when the new age starts. It's so funny how you say blank slate. In art, there's a term called tabula rasa, which is basically like starting from fresh all over, like again. Say it like again. Tabula rasa. Tabula so, and it's rasa. just like starting and creating something new, you know. And, and in that sense, that's so that's so interesting. It will be. Cool. So, do you think it'll get to the point where AI is conducting and AI is like the one writing the future? Will like will will it write the future if we're not writing it? They're gonna use our past, and like they're gonna all the information for the from the past. They're not gonna come up with new information. I don't believe. I think they're gonna use all the information from the past so much better than people are using it right now, and they'll use it so much better than the people in the future are gonna just give up when they see what this is doing, and then it's gonna seem like this is godlike, and that people really won't know that it's just utilizing all these old philosophers, all these, you know, mm. I don't think it's going to come up with new philosophy. Well, that's essentially what it is like now. It's like oh, yeah, that is how it sounds does. like a human, but it's because it's from text written from humans. Yeah. But the crazy thing is that like there's been there's been uh, cases where people have asked like chat GTP about um, like some like court cases and it's pulled up scripts from like fiction novels and stuff mm. and uses it as almost like or it mm. writes it in the sense that it's like real information or real it probably just status. it didn't it probably just isn't fine-tuned enough yet where yeah no like, not not as of yet yeah. it's still at a very early stage you know still at a very early well, stage well i think about this way remember when google first came out mm-hmm. like i remember google when it like first came out and i was like oh this is great i remember when the internet first that's came what out. i'm saying and the dial the like, dial-up like, now we <laughs> And it took forever, and it was like little bits of loading. Time. Yeah, loading. <laughs> Look at it now. Is it in, in everybody's hand? You have like a supercomputer. Boom, 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 boom. Send. Right. Up. There you go. Yeah, but now nice. you question the information in your hand, right? Like there was a time where you would say Google, Google it, and you would just like, no matter what, believe that this is the truth. Now. There's times where I look up Google and I look at the first like four things and I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about these four things. These could be advertisements. Yeah. Mm. Like these could be written by, you know, even if you Google now like, oh, top 10, whatever, men's razors, you're going to get like actual advertisements from different websites, right? Mm. Whereas you used to get like actual information. Now it's just advertising. I think it also does that with like, if you Google something and I Google something, You'll get those five generic top five advertisements, and then the next five will probably be like things that cater to you, like your specific mm. beliefs and your specific ideologies, how they're listening to you, and like all the things that you search up gravitate towards what you would cater to in a sense. You know? It all leads to the biggest conspiracy of all. The we're getting a chip in our hands or in our head, right? I was already chipped, man. Right, because your phone's just essentially like a microchip. If you had something that was a chip that could just go in your body and could do everything your phone could do, like you could just have a flash in front of you and you could do everything, mm. that's it, right? That's when it's over. That, not over, but that's like the big conspiracy theory, right? Yeah, Elon, but then they know everything you want. Elon Musk spoke about this in the Lex Friedman podcast a while ago. He said that your phone is essentially an, already an extension of you. 
He says, the only problem with the phone is that the bandwidth is very slow. And by bandwidth, he means it takes a while for you to pull your phone out. You gotta put in your passcode, you gotta open up, you gotta go over to the app, you gotta search the app, you gotta type in whatever you want with two thumbs, sometimes one thumb, which is a big step down from searching something on your keyboard. Or just speaking. Or just speaking. But if he can increase the bandwidth so that all that's instantaneous, that's the next step. And even if you were just looking at it as a basic product, you're like, okay, how do we make this product better? I think there was somebody the the beast. Somebody and was already working on that. that. Yeah, where they were saying, like, the next phone isn't going to be a physical thing, but it's going to be, like, inside your head. Where, like, you can look at your phone, like, where you look at your hand, and your hand is almost like the screen. Yeah, just kind of thing. Right. And at that point, why even look at your hand? So we're just going to, is that the path of humanity <laughs> is just to integrate into into technology and just become the technology? But eventually, yeah, you're going to have, like, the whole cyborg, right? Like, you're definitely, why would we not use, like, technology to give people back limbs or organs or We're facilitate? That speak. That's what I'm saying. Mm. At what point do they get, like, bionic? I'm, I'm telling you, that's in the next 20, 30 years. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm planning there, on man. living forever. I mean, we're halfway I'm there, telling man. you, we're going to have hearts. We're going to have different organs that are like all mechanical. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't... What about non-mechanical things? But things you get the chip like in you? Other the chip, it's going to... Listen, it's gonna do. They're gonna do it the same way they did it with COVID. You can't take a plane over here if you don't have that chip. You can't go. You can't go to the store if you don't have this chip. You can't buy anything because you don't have the chip. That's the digital currency of money now. Can you fake the chip? Well, that's no, when, that's when code is like like Neo from the Matrix are gonna come in handy and gonna go <laughs> looking for Neo. <laughs> Somebody will. What if you're, what if you're good at technology? Can you fake it then? Can you fake the chip and crack it? I don't know. But then do you? Why even live in a world where you're faking a chip? Right? Well, that's when you actually steal Well, if you crack the chip, they're going to come to you and they're going to be like, how'd you crack this chip? And they might recruit you. Well, why crack the chip? Why don't you just take somebody, take their hand and put it over your hand and now you have a new chip? Or you just recluse out into the wilderness. Mm. Try to get land. That's my goal. Self-sufficient? Self-sufficient. That's what they don't want. That's why they're taking away the food. What do you mean they're taking away the food? Well, Tell us more with your tinfoil hat. You're, you're from Ireland, aren't you? They're yeah. about to make you guys <laughs> slaughter 200,000 cows. Yeah. Why? To fit the global warming plan that, that is, was made for Ireland East Ireland is state. heavily influenced by the EU. The EU is completely influenced by And there's NATO, some scientists that say that killing 200,000 cows is not going to make a dent. No. <laughs> into, yeah. the, into the... Just to speak on that Where's point Where's the vegans? Quick. Just to speak on that point real quick. 200,000 cows, right? One cow, they say, after it deboned and after it been chopped and after it been sourced for all of its meat, can provide about 500 pounds a year. That's one cow. can provide 500 pounds of meat. 500 pounds of meat, if one person is eating a pound of meat every single day, can get you over a year and a half worth of food supply. Yeah. And that's one cow. You need a big fridge for that, though. You need a, you know, you need a lot. And but you need know. to be eating all the cow. Well, you got to eat the whole, the whole cow. You eat the organs, you eat the beef eat the burgers, eat everything. But what I'm saying is like 200,000 cows times 500 pounds. That's a lot of fucking meat. And you're yeah. just going to get rid of that? Uh, like, maybe, why don't they just crazy? give the cows away, make people self-sufficient, say here's but two cows, here's two it, cows, here's two it's cows. It's happening in but a lot of Europe now. You have it happening in, it, but, but, it's but in the Netherlands. It happens as well. With farmers. Farmers. We slaughter the cows anyway. I mean. But all right, but that's the main thing back to In the Ireland food. now, they pay farmers to not farm. They'll pay they you to hold land and not mm-hmm. farm on. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same thing. It's like, that, like you're essentially getting like chastised, chastised for being like, uh, you know, efficient and raising a load of cows. Mm. And then if you don't work, 
you're being negligent to your land, yeah. you get paid. You know, in the last couple of weeks, like I've been telling you boys, I've been looking up a lot about the world wars. And you see, like, the same patterns start to emerge all the time. And something we completely overlook is the food supply. Mm-hmm. The food supply is something that's so essential, but it's just so common. Like, we don't even think about it, our food going scarce. Never. But in all wars, there's always a siege or always some naval fleet that comes around that stops imports coming into the country. They, they ban that. But now, in Ireland, they've legislated that... Ireland has to kill 200,000 cows. That is a that is a year and a half. That is a year and a half's worth of food for one person if they eat one pound of beef every single year for 200,000 people. And there's a pound a day. That's a lot of food. So realistically, we're talking about like 600,000 people for a year. Yes, yeah. and, and actually, for 600, I believe I've read that year. Ireland actually outsources their meat from Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they do. So why would you guys kill 200,000 cows? It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't add up. It's ridiculous. But it's, that's a but conspiracy, it, isn't it? It's in, no. And it's back to what I say. It's invasion by the pen. They've formed a group and they've made a rule and it's like, you can't do this anymore. And then they, here's, here's the fucking legislation. And they look at the legislation and they're like, oh shit, we just got to follow the legislation. And then they stop doing that. Do you ever love it when people say, like, when you look at the police and they're just like, just follow what they say, just follow what they say, and you won't get in trouble, and you, yeah. won't, and you won't get hurt? But that's, kind the, of that's, the, that's the way it works. That's essentially what it's happening, you know? Yeah, that's not how it goes. It's like comply or... Or die. Be, yeah, essentially, comply or die. But, yeah, like, you, you have to comply with society and how it, how it is, or else you don't, you don't, like, you, you don't get to live. Really, like, like we're the one. Every animal just gets its whole living and shelter from nature. Well, it's like we're the only animal on this planet that pays to live here. Yeah. That pays to eat here. Yeah. You know? Drink. Pays to drink here. But again, like that's that's they don't want us to be self-sufficient. We can't collect rainwater. Something that comes naturally. Well, here's the best one. You don't want to drink have they, have, has, it went, has it went further than that? Do I not want to drink Could people water? be self-sufficient? How many people, if you gave them the opportunity to be, couldn't be? How many people do you they think wouldn't. would fail? They wouldn't. Even if, if you, you gave them all the stuff. If I you think, drop somebody into the wilderness right now, like let's say the forest. Or like not the even, I'm not even saying drop them into the wilderness. I'm saying, well, he's saying imagine, give it to them. imagine I gave you uh, like a cabin with a big shed with everything you need to butcher, with a little bit of land, everything you need to farm, and just said go. How many people wouldn't be able to get it to work? Most people. So this is they they, so they don't even need to deter most people at this point. They've gotten everybody to the point where it's like your dog. You're being, reliant. Yeah, reliant. Yeah. We people. already can't. We already can't cook without like mm-hmm. ovens. Then even most people start a fire. Most people fire. most people can't even cook no. even if they have an oven. Not in a public right. space. Not, That's true. Not, like, a lot of people can't <laughs> yeah. cook even in a house with well, all that, the utilities it's, 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 it's what you look at like, all right, we, we have this joke about saying how we're always looking for the work, yeah. you know? Um, and I think one of the things that people don't realize is that like everything you do in this life is work. Yeah. So everything. like everything you do everything. in this life is work. So like 
how you're saying if you were given that cabin, like most people have acclimated to this lifestyle where they have everything at hand. You know? Right. Most people want that cabin and then they want to order a pizza. Hut yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. But exactly like you can't, you have to go to the cabin now and you have to build a fire and you have to catch an animal and you have to gut the animal and you have to kill the animal. And that's a day's to, work. Before we even eat it, we have to store all the excess stuff that we're but not going to eat. I think you would be right? happier at the end of the day. Yes, absolutely. If you did all that. Yes. Why? You'd be though? more grateful. Right, but, but why you have to be, happy? you have to be able to do it all. Why would this you be happy thing. though? I, Many think, people, I think there's multiple reasons it's, fu- it's fulfillment of your soul. Fulfillment, but I also think there's natural chemicals inside your body that are released when you're doing work. Yeah, no, definitely. When like when you're doing physical activity, yeah. like, I mean, I, there's I, a I reason why there's tribes that don't want anything to do with our hundred percent society. Hundred percent, they're happy, but they're 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 gonna get um they're gonna be institutionalized eventually. It's like look at <laughs> Aboriginals in Australia; they're not really allowed to stay living how they are in this society how it is anymore. It's Man, not at one point like even animals. Like you, look how many animals get killed by highways and farming and everything. The government's like, like, this is not the way to raise a child. You're not feeding yeah. it poison. You're not feeding it red dye. You're not yeah. feeding it this. We can raise a child correctly for you. And I want savage. you to, too. Listen. But while I'm waiting. <laughs> but while I'm waiting. Uh, I think, it, I think you, ever you see would the be happier Ru- because you're Ruby all, Ridge. even a purpose. Yes. Your, the work that you have to do is purposeful and very plain and simple. If you do not do this, you are going to die. Hundred percent. That's very simple. Right. Have, you, have you ever seen the Ruby Ridge? Is Ruby Ridge our boy that his family was attacked? Yeah. Tell us, Daniel. So um, is this a conspiracy, Mister Tinfoil Hat? This no. is a conspiracy, but also it's like not it a conspiracy. Happened, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> happened. How is like, it a conspiracy if it actually happened? Uh, because, because you're wearing a tinfoil hat. The, I'm wearing a tinfoil hat one and two because the portrayal of the fact that we're going to go with the government did it on purpose as opposed to like this is something that happened happened it had to happen and it just happened to go down in the wrong set of circumstances or there is a vicious like totalitarian government that you don't cross and when you do cross they fucking fuck you up you know so it depends but ruby ridge was like basically you had a guy he was a green beret um you know, went to Vietnam, came back from Vietnam, um, moved off-grid, wanted to live off-grid, bought a little lot up, you know, in the middle of nowhere, lived up there with his wife and his kids, and uh, he had one or two friends. Eventually, like, the FBI were wondering, like, what's this guy up to, you know? Um, what's this guy doing on his own land? Yeah, basically, what's he doing, getting <laughs> off-grid or whatever? And they basically set up... Uh, like a friendship snare where they were like trying to befriend them with dudes like not many dudes in the neighborhood or you know you're out in the middle of nowhere and so they befriend this guy and they start trying to get him to alter guns because they know his background and this and that and um, he's like no I'm not doing it blah 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 and then eventually after a couple of years like gets to know the guys real well he like you know starts changing around the stocks on guns and doing things that you shouldn't do with guns being illegal but I don't believe he was doing it like for mass distribution I think he just did it for like you know you did it for me whatever but it's also kind of entrapment because the people trying to get him to do it are also FBI agents imagine imagine like you thinking you you have a friend for like seven years they've been working a case on you to get you to well that's exactly what it wasn't that long but that's what they (laughs) do that's essentially what they do this dude eventually um you know, eventually the, the police come and they want to like raid and check out what's going on in his property. He doesn't recognize the police. There's a standoff, whatever happens. The, his son gets into a, like a shoot off. His, his son's like 
11 or something gets into a shoot off with uh, a bunch of like you know uh fbi agents or f- was it firearms tobacco the fta ATF. ATF, yeah. yeah. Gets into the shoot off with the Alcohol, ATF. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. Yeah. yeah, basically, like, they call in the whole nine yards, you know. Um, and the kid is running around with a dog in the forest. He scares a couple of the agents. The agents and him get into a shoot off. They kill the kid, kill the dog. One of the agents gets hit. Next thing you know, it all, like, you know, all hell breaks loose. It gets, like, really intense. Mm. The wife, the dad's shooting at the agents or... You know, then there's a standoff again. The wife comes out and the wife is holding like a nine-month-old baby. They shoot the wife while she's holding the baby. All this, basically it unfolds, you know. They call in like his superior officer from the army when he was training, talks him down, de-escalates the converse, or the whole situation, gets it down. Eventually it turns out that like they dropped the charges on this dude. So he just got his whole family massacred from His whole family died. Wow. Right. And then that's like, it's unfortunate events or it's like ruthless, like... Overreaching. Display yeah. power. Yeah, because you can't be living off grid. Right? Like, that's not how we're designing things. Or it's like, you know, a very unpleasant circumstantial set of events that just happened to lead to this outcome. And the guy, he only died like a couple of years ago. Yeah. He only died a couple of years ago, so it's like what he did. You do, what did you do after all that? Do you, do you know? Yeah, after those scenarios, Honestly, I never, like, I never even looked into did you just fall into line. I just remember hearing it? the story a couple of times and being like, "Wow, that's a crazy." And then story. that's when you like shatter a man's will to live and just like this is it, you know. But you do you blind. create something crazy? Like, you're good like, potentially from that, or do you? Yeah, that's what I would have did. Nah, I think you're past killdozer. Killdozer is another good one, though, right? That is a good one, but if I was that guy and they killed my whole family, I have nothing left. I'm killed those in that though. You'd be like Rambo. Yeah. Especially the dude that has the skill. I think the baby's not dead. Oh, the baby? I think his baby, one of his babies is not dead. So, like, you know, you got the baby to look after. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they're smart. They did that on purpose. <laughs> Tim Foyle had time. Yeah, Tim Foyle had time. Yeah. Oh, that's not... But it's, it's, this is like, that's normal occurrence in other countries, right? Like, I'm sure, where is it? Like, North Korea, they just come snatch you up. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you said something wrong to no, the neighbor. No, man, I don't think so. Like, I don't think in, like, if when you're in North Korea, you have the ability to do that. Yeah, there's no standoff. Yeah, they're, they're, no. they're like, they, they just no. come and take yeah, you. Yeah, they'll just come and take you. But not only that, like, the mere thought of you trying to have a standoff with anybody or the mere thought, like, would just get you. Yeah. And it, your family, and the, like, the rest of your generations to come. Everybody's like, done. Yeah, everybody's this is, done. This is like this point we were bringing up earlier on about the power of language. I, I don't think they even have the word for rebellion or the word for um, resistance. Like they've, they've taken they've some taken of the words. Out. So they can't even sit and have a conversation about these things because there's no word in their language have, to describe this. Have you seen that thing where they're saying how, uh, I forget who. The oh conspiracy man, theory of Kim Jong-un doesn't poo. The, the, that uh, the lady that escaped was like yeah, the yeah. only ones that escaped. Yeah. Um, but essentially, she she She's said that like, is she? Is she that king? Sorry, that yeah. one of the ways they disprove like mathematics up in the West is that like one plus one equals two, and like they did like a water droplet, and they're like, if you add another water droplet, it's still just one water droplet. It just got slightly bigger, but it's still one. So one plus one doesn't equal two to them. It's like. Uh, <coughs> wow 
That's an example that they would use to just destroy. Kind of, in a sense. Yeah, in a sense. But did anyone come along then and divide it into two? Like you come along you with like I mean, a little razor and man, just we, like divide the man, water droplet into two. One plus one only equals two because we say it does. Yeah, well that's like, it. Right? <laughs> that's that's it. So like I don't know if I do a one and one and then I, that looks like two to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that looks like. But one. this looks like one. <laughs> not really. This look. <laughs> not really. That looks like a funny looking two. That kind of looks like his tinfoil hat, man. You're not wrong. It's not like this. Yeah, this this leads us into the whole. XCA, I think, and the power that they have and their ability to affect geopolitical environments. Well, they're essentially like a government inside the government. I want to just touch on like how, like, with like these events that are going on right now with the Biden administration and how like the FBI was censoring what was going on on Twitter and on Facebook, on Mm. like, you know, the Twitter files. They basically told us what we can and cannot see and like, Basically, that just makes us just like China. We're at that point where our rights, we're, we're giving up our rights to that point. Do you, do you yeah, but Elon's it's not, in my it? thing is like, it's not just the Biden administration. It well, might, I'm not, I'm not it might that, have but. fallen under their time. No, you but know we it know it's like, yeah, overall, the government is only going to let you see what they want you to yes. see. They're just the sloppiest at it. That's what it is. You know, you know how like somebody could be really, really good at a job. They're just like sloppy at it. Yeah. Like a sloppy at covering. We just caught them, so it looks like we they started doing it. Yeah. What about the whole cocaine and the White House thing? They found more. They found marijuana, too. They found everything. And <laughs> ah, like, I'm who surprised. Owns, like, who owns this cocaine? When was the last time oh, they did know. a drug check in the White House? There's probably drugs in the White House all the time. But now it's... No one's leaving it around. You're you know, ripping off a line of the, the old... <laughs> Ridiculous. But, like, when there, there's people having sex in, in the White House all the time, right? Throughout the years. Yeah. How many presidents would you reckon? Bill Clinton. I don't give a shit about the cocaine. Who else? I want to know about the damn... JFK. Rings Bill Clinton. Children that are going around. Donald Trump is definitely railing Donald somewhere. Trump. Uh, but Do you know Donald Trump's six foot three? Is he? Big dude. He is a big dude. Fucking big we're, dude. We're going off course here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> kidding, but anyway, so sorry. Go ahead. I wasn't saying anything. I'm just... like We're all scattered. That yeah. is also conspiracy theory, by the way. We don't know the true size of Donald Trump. Six foot three is a big, a big ass dude. How tall is Joe Biden? He's definitely not six foot three. How do you know? Because there's no way. Are, there, are those two different measurements right there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it does. It does mention how um, how they control the geopolitics. Joe Biden six foot. That's healthy. Short hours. That's healthy. Six foot's healthy. Yeah, six foot's good. Uh, but yeah, it does bring us into the the thing of how the CIA are essentially the 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 runners of the government. And if you were going to run a country for for the longevity of the country, you can't have somebody in charge for one year. Well, think about it this way, right? Years, right. One term and then Russia is more, happen. in my opinion, like, Russia is more open about what they're doing. Because, like, right. Imagine if the, the head of the CIA rose to power now and was like, okay, I'm the president. I was already the president, but now I'm just going to tell you, like... You ever see, uh, uh, what is the one? Um, you ever see, like, in the Wicked Witch, the, with the Wicked Witch of the West, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. You mean the Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. You've got, like, your man sitting in, like, the little cloakroom and he's projecting this big face. Yeah. That's essentially, like, what the CIA does in America mm. with, like, all of the politics. Mm. Right? It's like, they just, like, okay, here's the people who pretend they're running it. 
And here we are over here. To, we're the people who shoot the ones who don't do what we say. Well, it's right? like, <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's a business, essentially. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's, then you have it in Russia. Mm. It's like, that's like literally what happened. You got Putin, who used to be the head of the, what's it, the Russian? It's not the KGB, because there's a new term for it. But he was, was the KGB, right? It's basically the KGB. He, he was KGB the head of the KGB. A different organization. Then he became the leader and was like, you know what, I'm just going to tell you, like, I'm the head of the KGB. And by the way, I'm now your president. And this is how we run things. Mm. Whereas in America right now, we've got like the CIA is kind of prodding around and telling politicians what they should and shouldn't do or say, but they're pretending they're not. You ever hear what Putin said about the US government? Yeah, the black, yeah. black briefcase. The black briefcase thing. He said, uh, he was bringing this up an example. And he says that uh, whoever's the standing president of the United States isn't really in charge. Oh, no, and that somebody says, comes in exactly. and basically he says, lays it down and says, this yes. is what we're going to do. He says, take Barack Obama, for example. He says he's a forward thinking, open minded. Um, liberal leader and he says he's going to bring in all these different policies X, Y and Z and did he bring in any of them? He's like no and he says the reason being is because when he was brought into power after all the ceremony they bring him into the fucking White House or bring him into the Oval Office or some dude with a black briefcase comes out and slams on the counter he's like this is how we run shit <laughs> this is how it's done and then, like I said if you were going to only be in power for four years like that's that's one of the things that's great about that's, the States there has, that to, be, there has to be a shepherd you have to. You can't you, just let every four years a new guy come in and take over everything. Yeah, Do you, you know how you frustrating it is that people actually believe that their vote counts? Well, like, you know, your vote does count. It's just if what you're voting for actually matters. Don't say the vote counts. Please you know, don't say well, that. Well, no, but votes, that's what I'm saying. It's like been tampered like for your, with Trump your, history. Your vote, let's say your vote does count. Let's say we just pick, let's say it's like, right, let's say I'm running, I'm running the show. James is on the right and Julio's on the left and both of them are the candidates. But both of them come and sit down at this table with me and we decide what's going to happen regardless of who wins. And then everybody votes. Their votes matter because now I have to tell James, hey, by the way, you're going to have to do this as opposed to telling Julio, hey, by the way, you're going to have to do this. But at the end of the day, whatever objective I give these guys is what is going to get done regardless. Mm. Stalin is quoted and saying that the power of the election doesn't rely in who makes the votes, but who, who counts, counts the votes. Oh, I just I just saw something about Stalin that was pretty like shocking. He had a wife that died, and he said like there was no point in like he couldn't find the urge to live anymore. Wow! And then that's why he was so cold. Wasn't he Russian though? Yeah, I like that. He's pretty cold, isn't he? He's yeah. cold over there. I don't know. The man. same thing happened with Napoleon. I was just speaking about Napoleon earlier on before we started. He, after becoming a very 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 successful general. Yeah. Like winning all these massive military battles. They couldn't be defeated for years. All of Europe was like fearful of this guy and tried to take him down several times. There is a, oh, the name is like the third con continent or something. There's a, there's a term that they give for all the battles where they try to take out Napoleon. There was five of them, five of them in a row, and he won every single one of them, where all of Europe took him down. Anyway, I'm sidetracking. But after he was made general, he, um, he wanted to run France. So he wanted the term emperor. He's like, emperor. I'm not, not the first consul, the emperor. And he was like, we'll have a democratic vote. And then the vote was like 99.9% of the vote went to Napoleon. Because, emperor Napoleon. Because wink, wink. He's like, it definitely wasn't rigged. 99% of the vote, are you crazy? Yeah. That's, but that happened like 250 years ago. Stalin is saying the same thing. And is it really unlikely that votes can be tampered with? I don't think it's unlikely at all. If it's happened no. all of these the times... The fact that I can think about it just means that it's easy. It can be done. Yeah. Now, you know, use with that information how you want. I'm just saying it hasn't been done. 
Not only has it been done, it will be done again, and it forever shall be done. And again, and again, and again. Yeah. yeah it's like, so how do we stop it? How do we beat the world economic you, We you don't. don't. Oh, you don't? Stop okay. participating. Stop. Yeah, stop well, part- we, we get a, that's it. We don't get some land. But the big, the, one of the big ones coming up is the cashless society. Mm. Every time you yeah. spend a little bit, you give money away. Like just every when you have the the like once it's cashless, every time you have a transaction, you get charged for a transaction. Yeah, mm. so it so just you're not keeps just revolving. Tra- yeah, you're not just yeah. tra- like charged for your yeah. The banks end up yeah. with all the money because that fifty dollars doesn't end up being a fifty dollars anymore. Mm. If you get fifty dollars, I'd give it to you. You charge me one point three percent, then you use the fifty dollars with Julio. You charge him one point three percent. Eventually, that fifty dollars diminishes to nothing. Mm. Good point. And the bank ends up with all the money. And you're also paying sales tax. Mm, exactly. Yeah, any transaction is double, double, double swiped. No, triple swiped because the person who made that money has to get pay tax on that money too. Mm-hmm. Wow! And then at the end of the year, we got to pay that too. And then we give that money to the Ukraine. And we, America, became America off of a three percent tax. It's crazy, right? And <laughs> look how much we're getting taxed now. Yeah, I love it. Are we patriots anymore? I don't know. We were artists at one point. I like being the artist. Now, sheep. I prefer to be the architect. The architect. All right, lads. Well, my head's getting real hot inside this tinfoil hat now. So, I think we're going to polish off. It's going to be the end of the tinfoil hat episode. Beating it back again next week. Thanks for joining us, lads. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, folks. All right. All right, folks. Thank you so much.